Good morning, you bad, beautiful bitch, you. I hope you're having a fantastic day. It is a great day to have a great day, so we might as well have a great day. Today on Chase the Feeling, we are discussing what is the answer to life. All right, we're going to get right into it, but first I got a little quote to start you off. You're going to go through tough times. That's life. But nothing happens to you. It happens for you. Start seeing the positive in otherwise negative situations. Focus on what you can control. So what is the answer to life? We all think there is this end goal in mind with life, this golden ticket that we can cash in to get to Paradise Island. That there is a right way and a wrong way in life. We have this vision in our head and we feel like we need to achieve something. For some of us it's a father, to be a mother. For others it's climbing the corporate ladder. For some of us it's a little house on the prairie. We all have an idea in mind as the way we perceive our life should go, how it should end up. You know, when asked about their life, people on their deathbed didn't care so much about the achievements, the books they wrote, the ladders they climbed. Hell, most of them didn't even care about the money they made, the vibrant, decadent houses that now stand empty, full of materialistic possessions that now at the end of their life are meaningless. With their bank accounts full and their hourglasses empty, with their last breaths, they uttered how it wasn't about the money after all. It wasn't about the statues, the mantelpieces, the granite countertops. It wasn't about if their purse was Gucci or Prada. It wasn't about the fancy sports cars, the lucrative vacation homes in the Hamptons. What they told me is still etched into my memory. As I glimpsed into a life not so unlike my own, I was led down a road full of hopes and dreams that did come true. Aspirations that were wished on a star and came to passing. These people told me that they succeeded and became everything they wanted to be. They made that extra money. They took that extra time in the office. They had achieved everything they could have ever imagined. And yet this part of the tour of their life was talked about the least. The time they spent reminiscing on braiding a daughter's hair, teaching a son to fish. They told me about the holidays with family, the high school reunions, the long lost friends that found their way back. It wasn't about the things they did more as the people they did it with. I hear Jim Carrey say it all the time. I wish people could achieve their wildest dreams, make all the money in the world and get famous so they realize it's not where they're going to find their sense of completion. It's ironic, really, to realize the importance of life at its end. But is it the end? Is there a final destination after death? This universe is a complex web of intricate feelings, thoughts, and emotions jumbled up in things we do not understand. It holds everything as we know it and everything we don't even know yet. Whitney Houston talks about a higher love in her famous hit by the same name, that there must be some form of higher connectivity, higher love within us all, whether it be within our hearts and minds or hidden within the stars above. There must be some reason for us being here. But what if that is the reason? The reason for us being here is for us to be here in the present moment, to live, to love, to laugh, to cry when we get too happy or too sad, to hug one another, to let each other know we're here, that we care. I think the answer to life is simple, yet we insist on making it complicated. The answer to life is whatever you want it to be. Life is what you make of it, always has been and always will be. The COVID pandemic that struck the world back in 2020 was, I think, an eye-opener for a lot of people. It made us realize that we crave human interaction. We need it to survive. And the lack thereof has an extreme toll on the body and mind. I want to read you a passage that Bianca Sparacino posted on her Instagram account. 
It is beautiful to be the kind of person who searches for love in a culture that is obsessed with lust. Because lust can be so boring. It can be so cliche. Often it is empty. It is transparent. It holds no weight. We are a society that has been taught to chase the shiniest things, to fill our lives with beauty for beauty's sake, to focus more on attaining and possessing and devouring rather than sitting with and diving into the things that actually mean something to us. We mistake what our eyes want for what our hearts want. And that is one of the most dangerous things we could do to ourselves. It kills our humanity because it kills our presence. We taste, but we do not savor. We touch, but we do not feel. We talk, but we do not connect. It is okay to have a soul that still believes in depth, in the kind of connection that exists beyond the surface. Do not try to bankrupt your need for more. Do not try to quiet the way your heart slams into your chest. Do not envy those who leap towards lust or longing like it is going to change their lives. Those people are often looking to either escape themselves or distract themselves, and it bankrupts them. They are empty in certain ways, always after the next beautiful thing and the next after that. They are malnourished where it counts because they will never be satisfied. Because the real nourishment, the real feast, exists not in someone's lips or the curve of their spine. It exists in the most honest aspects of who they are. It exists in the nostalgia and in their hopes and in the ways certain songs make them want to cry. You want genuine beauty, real beauty, the kind of connection that feels all-consuming and feverish and grounding at the same time? Do you want peace? Connect. So Bianca has her own podcast called In Your Feeling. She also has a few books, and she goes by the name Rainbow Salt on Instagram. You should check her out. She is absolutely amazing. But this whole idea of connections, of connecting with others, if you want to connect, a genuine connection with someone, sit with them and ask them, what it felt like to lose someone they loved, to lose a father, a brother, a son, a daughter. Listen to the way their voice cracks under the weight of their hurt. Watch as their smile fades. Watch the tears fall. Ask someone about the loves they lost. Sit with someone and and feel the energy coming off of them as they explain the things that they are passionate about, the passionate things that they do every day that they are in love with. Look into someone's eyes and see the glitter sparkle as they talk about beautiful sunsets and the way they're living their life and how they're so happy and how far they've come. Sit with them and let them touch you, not physically, not mentally, not even emotionally, on an energetic level, unlike anything you've ever seen before. Deeper than the eye can see, only then you will understand the reason that lust is so vacant and empty in comparison to a genuine human connection. It's unlike anything you've ever experienced before, and it varies from person to person. It varies from time to time. That, I believe, is the answer to life for me. This idea that you can connect with someone on a level unlike the world has ever seen before. Because in a world that is obsessed with lust, the idea of a genuine connection seems arbitrary. It seems unimportant. And yet it is these little things in life that mean so much at the end of it. Because as I talked about earlier, the glimpses of lives not so unlike my own that they discussed, the things that they talked about was the connections, the people. I know it can be hard to believe in genuine connection in a world so obsessed with lust and chasing shiny things and and always chasing after something that they'll never have, but I promise you it exists. It's here. It feels good. Your effect on others is the most valuable currency there is. I was thinking about writing my obituary the other day, I don't plan on dying, but just the idea of it. What I want people to say about me when I'm gone. 
if I had the option of asking a question to a computer and it had to give me an answer, I don't think I'd want to know what the answer is to death, what comes after, the meaning of life. Because I think, honestly, life is what you make of it. Take it or leave it. You can either make the best of it or the worst of it, but it's not like we're getting out alive. You might as well enjoy the time that you have, focus on the present moment, do what makes you happy, not because others want you to, but because you genuinely enjoy doing it. Because life is just too short to not do what sets your soul on fire. We have one life in which we are expected to accomplish everything that we set out to do. And if that doesn't get scare the shit out of you, then I don't know what will. Because in an instant, you can be gone. Just like that. I think it's important just to recognize that we are alive. Not just singularly, but as a species. We are here. We are present. And whatever the answer to life may be, whatever the secrets hold, I don't think it matters, to be honest. I think if you had the option of knowing everything that was going to happen, it would lose that uncertain edge to it which gives life meaning you don't know what's gonna happen will it work out I don't know if it matters if it does to be honest I think it's the fun in trying of just trying to have the best possible life ever because at the end of the day whether it works out or not is really not up to us it's out of our control we can do our best yes but you can't focus on it it's an idea a future that's not here yet but what is here is we are Listen to this right now. We are here in this moment, and that is all that we have at the present is right here. You can do anything you want with it. The question is, what will you do about it? What will you do with this one precious life you are given? You have time, but you can't keep it. Once you spend it, it's a token. It's gone forever, and you can never get it back. But I think that's what makes life worth it, this idea that you only have one of them. And whatever you believe happens after, you don't know. None of us do. That's the fun of it, though, is we don't know. The question that we then must ask ourselves is what is the secret of life? What makes life special for us? goes back to those three questions I always ask myself. Did I live? Did I love? Did I matter? Did I see people for who they truly are? When someone was talking to me, did I listen? But did I listen to reply or did I listen to understand them? To hear them more than the words they're saying, but the emotions and the feelings and the experiences behind those thoughts, behind those words. Because all words are vibrations. It's an energy, an essence of their being that they are sending out into the world and they are trying to get us to understand them. It's amazing to see what happens in life when you stop trying to control everything. When you can sit back, let the pieces settle, and see what lies. What happens when... You're not controlling every aspect of everyone's lives, including your own. When you can live your life as freely as an antelope in the Arctic Circle, I don't know. But the idea of it remains the same. That you can do, have, or be anything you want. But the question is, what are you going to do with it? Whatever you decide to do with your life, I hope it's worth it. I hope it all works out. I hope you find everything that you've been searching for, everything that you've been looking for. I hope you find it. I also hope that you have a fantastic day. I will see you next time on Chase the Feeling. If you like this content, as always, share, follow, check out my blog for more, thriveforgreatness.com. And I'll see you soon.